folks, I'm Fred McMurray with the Link Local Network. This is the newest episode of Link Local Network Reports, and tonight we're talking to the co-host of a brand new show that debuts next week, Life Hurts, God Heals. I'm talking with our the co-host of that show, Kurt Flagel and Chris Wolvend. Did I get your name? Did I screw your names up, folks? No, you did just fine. <laughs> All right. Perfect. How are you doing, Chris? How are you doing, Kurt? I'm doing terrific. All right, so we got Chris saying something. Kurt, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm doing well. Thank you. Well, say, hello to, say hello to our audience. Hello. <laughs> it's hello, beautiful. Audience. Glad to be here with you. Yeah, okay. It's a beautiful Tuesday night in the Central Coast of California. We're like I said, we're gonna be talking with Kurt and Chris on Life Hurts, God Heals. So but first, uh Chris, why don't you tell us give us a short version of your life? Oh gee whiz. I was born in a barn. No, no. Uh, let's see. I was uh born and raised in Prescott, Arizona. And then uh, my family moved to Hawaii when I was about 12 years old. And uh, then uh, when I graduated, went to uh, seminary in San Jose, a small uh, Bible college, and got a degree in Bible and theology and gave my life to ministry, met my wife uh, there at the college, Uh, got six kids. They are all grown up and spread all over the country. And um, what else can I tell you? I've been a pastor for uh, about 30-plus years uh, in different churches and now currently am a pastor at an assisted living facility here on the Central Coast uh, where I do uh, lots of teaching and um uh, visiting on folks in different nursing facilities and so forth. And uh, and then in my spare time, I'm doing lots of writing. And uh, there you go. That's me. Sounds reasonable. So one of the two of you keeps <laughs> your mic, so I'm going to ask you to move the mic up above your nose um, so that way we can hear you without your breathing. So next, Kurt, why don't you tell us your short version of, of your bio? I'll do my best to give you the short version here. Uh, Born and raised. (laughs) I will do my best. Uh, Born and raised in uh, New England, in uh, Connecticut. And uh, when I was 20, I decided that it was, you know, that it was not, there was no future living there. Now, for other people, if you're listening and you're from New England, hey, I, no, no, uh, no insults there. I, it was a great place to grow up, but it was just not a place for me to, to go anywhere. So I moved uh, with a friend who was, who was in high school, moved to Las Vegas, and uh, lived there for 25 years. Met my wife there the first summer that I uh, moved there, and we lived there, raised our kids there until five years ago, almost a little over five years ago. We moved to uh, the Central Coast to start a church community here in San Luis Obispo. And uh, we, it was a really interesting way of getting here. We, uh, we actually went through India to get to here. We were actually 
praying about moving to India and somehow ended up on the Central Coast. I think we got the, the good end of that deal. Unless, of course, you like Indian food. I don't, actually. I don't like Indian food. Not at all. Indian food, not all right. That makes perfect sense to me. So, um, for our <laughs> listeners, you can dial in and ask questions at 323-580-5755. That's 323-580-5755. Or you can go to the linklocalnetwork.com website, hit the chat button, and ask questions that way. So, guys, tell us the idea Life Hurts, God Heals. Chris, you want to take it or do you want to start? Yeah, you do it. I'm a good listener. Okay. You are a good listener. I would agree with that. (laughs) The the idea of this is just, you know, that we we all go through um, pain in this life. It's a we we can all agree. It's a I think that it's a broken world, and and we're messy people, and we hurt one another, and circumstances hurt, and. So the idea of this show is, as Chris and I, and, and, and Chris, I don't want to speak for you, but I would say that we both have these experiences in our own lives of brokenness and wounds, starting all the way back from childhood, uh, especially for me. And, and so it's been this journey of seeking how, how do we heal from these things. And from our experience, what we really want yes. to talk about on this show it's just how God has led us to not only know him intellectually, but also to experience him and who he is as a healer, as the one who loves us completely, and how that's healed that's us. Right. And so what the whole idea of this is, is Chris and I just talking about our own experiences and learning to practice what we call pre- the presence of God, learning to be aware of God and his love for us and how he's always pouring himself out for us in every moment. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? I can add something to that uh, from my perspective. And, uh, you know, I'm totally there with Kurt. I've gone through my share of wilderness journeys that, uh, probably at some point would be revealed uh, in future shows and so forth. But uh, one of the things that has been really uh, interesting to me is how uh, difficult it can be and has been for me to actually know that God is communicating with me. And uh, I want to, and I want to feel things and I want to know things about him and but because I can't see him, sometimes it's difficult to translate that into something significant. Um, and so one of the, the desires I have in, in talking with Kurt and talking with the audience and so forth and, and getting their ideas is, is, is the sense of uh, our God is, is, is very interested in communicating with us. And he is communicating with us every single day, sometimes moment by moment. We just need to know what those, what those things are and how he does that. And, uh, and that is, that's the fun and exciting part of what I think this show is going to be about. So, so are, you like going to, are you going to take deep dives into like Romans or, or Revelation or things like that? 
Um, <laughs> give us a, a bit more of a, you know, I'll argue Romans all, all day long. I have with Kurt, in fact. Um, but, so, <laughs> Uh, well, you know, the, the idea of this show is not to be an apologetic for the Christian faith. And when I, what we talk about apologia, uh, we're not, it's that, which is a defending of the gospel or defending of Christianity, that's not really the goal of this show. And the goal of this show is not really about uh, doctrine, Christian doctrine, although that will certainly come up. This is about kind of almost... Um, if I dare say, reading between the lines of Scripture, uh, perhaps reading script, Scripture with, uh, with empathy uh, with many of the characters so that we can understand uh, so many of the individuals and what it was they were struggling with because we can identify with those struggles and uh, be a part of, in a sense, be a part of their audience as we, uh, you know, uh, look at all these things together. So it's going to be kind of a mishmash, I suppose. But again, uh, you know, if, if people are going to want to uh, perhaps argue or dialogue with us about the reality of the Christian faith, we'll do that for a little bit. But uh, that, again, is not really the goal of this show. We really do want to have, I think we're going to have some advanced conversations about intimacy with God that you're not really going to hear at a church or in a pulpit, per se. Um, and, and, and yet many of the listeners may not be believers in God or may be, you know, uh, undecided about God. And that's totally cool, because I think as, as they listen to some of the dialogue we have, uh, that just may open a door for them in their time of need where they can go, you know what, I think, I think I'm going to give God a try and I'm going to ask him for something and see if, see if he doesn't respond to me. You know? So that's kind yeah. of where I'm coming from. What about you, Kurt? Yeah, I would say for me, I think what we're going to be doing is more about our stories and other people's stories and finding God in our stories. We're, we're, we're talking about our personal journeys. And of course, scripture is going to come up in that because of who Chris and I both am, but that's not the focus. It is really the sharing of our, our experiences and our story so that hopefully other people will also share their story of, of even, you know, like maybe being hurt and walking away from God. I mean, I can tell you I have all kinds of, of different wounds, even church wounds. And so those are things that are going to come up in the story. So I wouldn't say it's about deep dive into doctrine, as Chris talked about earlier. It's more about sharing our stories and allowing other people to find themselves in the story and all to show who God is, like what we've discovered about God in our story and how we are connected to what he's doing in our yeah. lives because it's really about his, his story. Sorry, I wanted to ring the bell there. Um, <laughs> uh, gotta have fun, okay. folks. Otherwise, we're doing this. Don't, 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 And we don't want to be Homer Simpson. Like no, do. <laughs> Wait, no, that's, that's why I do. Okay. <laughs> so, 
Before I go into more fun audio clips, why did you guys pick Tuesday nights? Westvine with a Y dot com. 
Thanks, Michelle. And a shout-out to Holly, who's listening in Cincinnati. (laughs) As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Hey, gotta 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 have help the listeners to get by each day. So, what in in the first let's say three months of your show, what is it you hope to accomplish? What's your what's your metric of success? What is it you want your listeners to start to understand? Is this a pass or fail question? What is it? <laughs> uh, well, let's. Let's let Kurt answer that one. (laughs) Because it is a pass or fail question, and if I don't answer correctly, Fred can make fun of me. That's why he wants me to go. That's exactly what's happening right here. Um, Thank you for pressing the self-destruct button. This ship will self-destruct in three minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I've got to go. Because yeah. in one regard, in one regard, one of my most important things for me personally is is uh, to to be free of anxiety. And one of the things I find personally that um, creates anxiety in me is having to be in control of the results, having to know uh, what people think of me or what I'm doing or not doing or what the future holds. And so there's a lot of control, like in those worries, I, unless I give up my desire or my need to know the results, I, I find myself bogged down in anxiety if I can't be, if I can't surrender that. So there's a, there's an interesting tension in that question. Do we have goals? Do we have desires for what we want to see God accomplish through us? Yes. We would love for people to come out of our conversations with, with a greater desire or a desire birthed in them to give God a chance to show them his love, to break down the resistances we all naturally have, to reveal our true selves we all wear masks at some level and so there's this there's a desire for us to see people step out in vulnerability and authenticity um take a step in that or take another step that's our desire do i do i want to or need to measure results i i really struggle with that honestly Okay. I think that's uh, legitimate. I think that's really legitimate because, you know, the has all kinds of uh, goalposts and objectives and visions and things like that. But when I look at the life of Jesus, you know, um, uh, you know, one of the things that, 
that just always impresses me is that uh, uh, Jesus was never in a hurry to do anything. <laughs> and that it seemed as if every day and every moment he was doing exactly what he was supposed to do at that moment. And when I translate that to my life, I'm going, okay, so what I'm doing right now, God knows that I'm doing right now. And assuming that it's not sinful or outside the boundaries of, of what he, uh, you know, uh, approves of, then there's something here that he wants me to know and do and learn from. And, uh, and yet in my life, when I look back at uh, different uh, jobs, I've had dozens of jobs, uh, more than just church, but, you know, warehouse jobs, and delivery jobs, and blah, 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 retail jobs, and so forth. I kept, uh, when things got difficult, I kept running from them because um, I didn't want to make waves and uh, just w always wanted to feel like I was succeeding. Uh, but never sticking around, at least my perception, never sticking around long enough for God to walk me through the hard parts. Uh, completely, and to see the hard parts through the end. Um, and so, uh, for me, that idea of success or or what the finish line looks like, that's kind of a new thing for me in the sense that I'm not sure God, the only finish line God has is uh, that we stay faithful to the end. You know, that's that's the real measure of success. But for this show, I'm just hoping that we grab more and more people along the journey. And, uh, and that we can uh, share together and grow together in this. In this. All right, folks. I like how the bell rings after what I say, but not Kurt, what, what Kurt says. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're more popular. We all know that, Chris. Know is that, that what it is? is? This is the coolest thing I have ever seen. <laughs> so back on back to serious thing. Um, Longtime listeners of the Pillars of Franchising know that uh, December um, December first, twenty eighteen, um, I had been at the office working on Saturday way too long and um, realized that I was late for dinner and uh, got up from my desk at about uh, I don't know ten to six. And I took three steps and hit the, hit the floor. Um, came to, thought, do I keep lying on the floor or we go home? And I, me being stupid, thought, okay, we're going to go home. So I uh, shut down the, the office, sweating profusely, hopped in the car, sat, sat there going, man, I'm really hot. I don't, or I'm really sweating. Don't know if I should go home. And then I thought, well, I'm stupid. I will. Got to about a mile and a half away from the, the actually about a block and a half away from the house. Saw a green light at the the street corner. Went yes, I'm gonna make it. And then it went yellow. And the last, the next thing I know, as the light went red, and I uttered a few expletives after or before the as the light went red. Next thing I know, somebody's asking me through the window, "Are you okay, sir? Because I think you've had a heart attack, and that's why you hit the stop sign." And um, next thing I know, I'm on a cardiac operating table, looking up, going. This is bad. This is very, very bad. Dude, you're a dead man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the next thought, um, okay, if you're dead, you better make sure that God's okay with you. And, and um, I uttered, uh, as many people know, the, the prayer of 
uh, Lord Jesus, or Lord God Almighty, if it be your will to take me home tonight, um, all I can do is answer for my sins uh, with my faith in Jesus Christ. But if it be your will, I would really like to see my granddaughter open her first Christmas present uh, in, in uh. Christmas. In case anyone didn't know, I did survive um, after they got the second stint, second of three stints in me. Um, I came to enough that I was making smart-ass comments and cracking up the operating room staff um, and saw my granddaughter open her first Christmas present, which said Big Sister, which was God's way of letting me know he knew all, all the time that I was going to pull through. I just didn't realize it, and I now have a grandson. So after that long-winded story, my question first to, to Kurt and then to Chris is, what type of uh, what type of event in your life has been like that, where you went to God thinking it was that, that he needed to save you, but he had already saved you, and he already knew it, and you didn't figure it out until later? Oh, that's a that's a great question, Fred. Um, I I will say this for me, for me, the memory that comes to mind right away is uh, about three years ago. I started going on a six day silent retreat where this is at a retreat center where you get what they call a spiritual director. So you basically are, are um, silent for six days other than the time that you meet with your spiritual director, which is about 30 minutes to 45 minutes. If you can, if you know me, it's more on the 45 minute side and that's it. That's the only time you talk right <clears throat> through that. And while I was in the midst of this and people were placing bets in our church community that I wouldn't last two days or, or even a day, and uh, in the midst of this first six-day silent retreat, I had an experience where as I was just ta- you know, listening, doing different practices, that a memory came up from my childhood that was a really tough one between me and my father, a real painful one for me. We all have those with our parents. You know, we all have those memories that they said or did something that really wounded us. And I thought, you know, I really thought I'd healed from this, from this wound. And what God was showing me that, in fact, not only did I, had I not healed from it, but I had been, been carrying it in my subconscious and even in my thinking all the time for 30 years, reimagining that scenario that in a way that, I had power because I felt shame and powerlessness in that interaction with my father. And it literally that bringing that up to memory, I realized God was saying, I want to heal you from this. And I struggled so hard with that because it's like, you know, when you've held on to something for so long, it's like your hand is frozen to the wheel. You know what I mean? And, and, yeah. and I found I couldn't let go. I couldn't figure out how to surrender. I've been holding to this wound for so long that it had become a part of me, like I'm part of my identity, and I didn't know how to let it go. And I went to my spiritual director because that's what they're there for, like to, for you to tell them, hey, what's going on in the last 24 hours? What, are you, what is God showing you? What are, 
what are you experiencing? And then give them, for them to give you some suggestions. And so he gave me some suggestions and I went back and through, you know, long story short, as I was doing these things that he, he, he told me to do, I was able to surrender this wound to God. And in that process, God gave me, took me back into that memory and gave me a vision um, of seeing the whole, whole, the whole memory, the whole moment, like I was an outsider of watching a movie. And what I saw was my dad and me in the situation. And I saw Jesus and I was kind of, I was kind of like, you know, in a, in a more um, bent over position, like a kneeling position. And I saw Jesus bent over so that he was whispering in my ear. And he said, Kurt, this isn't going to destroy you. I love you, and I'm going to carry you through this. And at the same time, I saw him actually whispering in my father's ear at the same time, saying, you know, telling my dad, I love you, and this is not going to destroy your relationship with your son. And then that, that, was, that was something that a whole new perspective, a whole new view of that thing from 30 years before that I, that I didn't see until that moment. And it was healing. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. I, I will say that... <laughs> I will say that not only were people betting how um, long it would, how long you'd be silent, they were also think, thinking that if you were silent the whole time, it was a sign of the apocalypse. But we'll go with <laughs> zombie apocalypse. Apocalypse. Uh, no, it was just the apocalypse. Uh, but that's okay. Chris, what's your answer? <laughs> Well, I've been pondering this a bit. Um, I don't know that I had a life or death moment. I mean, I, I have come close to committing suicide, but I don't want to talk about that. I was expecting some kind of strange music for that one, but uh, you're a little slow on the uptake there, Fred. Um, we don't joke about suicide. People, t- people take a dim view of suicide jokes, so, yeah, I don't do those. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. But I, I would say, so, uh, you know, I've been a pastor all my life, and after uh, 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 coming through a couple of uh, very uh, difficult, difficult ministries, uh, church splitting and all that kind of jazz, uh, my marriage fell apart, uh, so I've been separated for about 10 years from my wife. Um, my, my kids were injured through all of that, uh, lost a house to foreclosure. I had bill collectors and, uh, creditors calling me, uh, every single day. Um, uh, and I was, I was at such an all time low and I, I finally was, uh, I finally reached a point where I was working in LA and living out of my van. And I did that for a couple of years. And uh, I was at a real low at the beginning of that, and I remember walking in some dark parking lot somewhere, and uh, I was crying, and I I, I just uh, sat down on one of those uh, cement curbs, and as I was crying, 
uh, and, and just asking God for help, suddenly this thought comes to me that God is crying with me right now. And, uh, and I realized, wow, that truth of the Holy Spirit who lives within us and connects believers to the living God so that we can feel the things God feels and God feels the things we feel, that God was feeling my tears and I was, I was feeling his tears for me. And at that moment, I think there was a huge direction change for my life. Of course, it took many years to get get my uh, legs under me, but uh, that was the beginning of some real healing for me. So there you go. Okay. I'm hoping for some uh, kind of gloomy music for that. Do you have any kind of special <laughs> haunting music for that? Uh, okay, how about this? Uh, well, how about this? Dun, 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 dun. All right. Okay. Killers of franchising, but kind of got that headbutt, headbutton, you know, sound to it. So, I want to tell people I can see them queuing up on the uh, chat function on the linklocalnetwork.com website. If you've got a question, please chat your question through and we'll ask it. And we've only got a couple of minutes left, guys. But, uh, Chris, what thoughts do you want to leave our listeners with? Um, for what they can expect from you on the show? Um, well, I, uh, you know, most of my life I've studied the Bible and uh, gotten master's degrees in theology and all that jazz, and I have found that much of that study really made my relationship with God complex. And as after I've gone through my wilderness journey of the last 10 years or so, I'm approaching the scriptures in a new way, and it's, and it's in a relational way now. I'm not throwing out any of the doctrine uh, that keeps me in the truth, uh, but at the same time, I'm reading between the lines, and I'm looking uh, for ways that God connects with people and people connect with God, and I'm discovering that it is far more simple than I first realized. And uh, that's what I'm hoping to uh, get across and the things that I'm learning. I feel like I'm an infant now all over again, learning how to do life with Jesus every day. Awesome. Kurt, your thoughts? Can you repeat that question for me, Chris? Or Fred or someone? Oh, me. I'll do it. I'm, that's my <laughs> <laughs> what kind of thoughts you. do you want to leave with our listeners for what they can expect week to week? I think like what we've already said in the beginning of this was story is just a big part of this, personal stories. I think we all I, – I, I personally think every human being is story-formed. It's my – uh, view of us. We all connect the stories. It's why movies are so powerful or books or TV shows is because we, we all connect the story. And so when we find, when we find, when we listen to other people's stories, we, there, are, there may be very different things happening in that person's life, but there are always, I find there's always something to connect with. And I, my hope and what I want for people is that kind of connection as they listen 
to Chris and I share our personal journey. And then they began to be open enough to share what they're, they're going through and that we can all learn from each other. This isn't about, this isn't about two people. This is about what God is doing in all of us and through all of us. And so it's, it's meant to be a conversation where we talk about each other's stories and share them. Awesome. Well, folks, we're out of time. I'm Fred McMurray. I want to thank the Link Local Network uh, for broadcasting the show. Remind everybody that this time next Tuesday night from 7, to p- 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific, uh, you'll be able to hear Chris and Kurt on the Life Hurts, God Heals show. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Kurt. Thanks, Chris. And we'll be hearing more from you next week. Thank you. Have a great week. Bye.